a very special episode today. Yes. Not necessarily because of the number, but it's like a combo it episode. It is, it is. We're getting back on track. We are trying to get ourselves back on track. We got off a little bit. We were a little okay. lazy for a week. We are going to kind of combine a couple of different scriptures that we're going to talk about today. Uh, but we're going to combine two very, not different, they're not different. What I was going to say is two different scriptures or sections of Isaiah, but that have kind of similar things that pair together very yes. well. Yeah. Our big thoughts for today we want to talk about are comfort and peace. Yeah. Um, and so I preached a sermon uh, on Isaiah 40, which I feel like I kind of say this about every part of Isaiah. <laughs> it's like a very well-known uh, section yeah. of Isaiah. Isaiah in a, in a, like in a, as a whole is very popular. Very, yeah. but you know what is very interesting is I was, I've been preaching through Isaiah and I've read it a lot um, from a lot of other people saying Isaiah is, and we said this like week one, Isaiah is like the Mount Everest of the Old Testament. Mm. But it's probably one of the least understood and appreciated and sometimes even preached uh, books yeah. out there. Yeah. You know, I think just... it's so popular because we like to kind of cherry pick verses out of Isaiah. And it's such a big book. But it is. There's a, lot, it is. there's a lot to cherry pick, but there's a lot that gets left out. Um, and I just want to take a step back for a little bit. I don't know if I said this the first week we were in Isaiah of looking at Isaiah as a whole. Um, but Isaiah is, well, some people would probably debate this and disagree with this, but Isaiah has a very natural kind of two-section part of it. And we talked about the first 39 chapters roughly um, are equivalent to the Old Testament, um, 39 books. Uh, and they are that way, they are stylistically a lot more like the Old Testament, very judgment law, kind of that idea. Right, right. Now we're going to move into day and talking about a couple different uh, ideas and thoughts into the second section of Isaiah, which is Isaiah 40 to 66. And again, roughly, because there are some ways you can break Isaiah 40, 66 down a little bit more. But this is where we come to kind of the New Testament style yeah, of yeah. Isaiah 27 chapters to correspond with 20. Seven. Books. Yeah, I've never never even thought of that. That's it's pretty that's cool amazing. though. Yeah. Sixty-six chapters, sixty-six books of the Bible, first thirty-nine, very old testament, last twenty-seven of Isaiah and twenty-seven New Testament books, very stylistically similar to the New Testament. A lot of people have called the second section kind of the gospel of Isaiah. Mm. Yeah. Um, that he's very yeah because the gospel um, message is very much oh in those, it's in there that and you're going we're going to find that out today as yeah. we kind of talk through some things uh, but we started uh, and again we're going to kind of do a combo deal here a, a sermon that I preached a sermon um, that you're going to preach even as of the as no, of no. now I I would have preached it yes yes when they're watching it <laughs> I'm sorry it's so weird sometimes when we do this because yeah, it's yeah, like we have to, to get ahead like it's, yeah you will have preached this uh, sermon on in the future. In the, ooh, it's weird stuff. <laughs> but anyways, we're starting first with this concept and idea of, of comfort. Yeah. That comes from Isaiah 40, and the reason that that's a big topic is those are the first words of Isaiah 40, and really the first words of a, an entirely new section of right. Isaiah. And he says in, in Isaiah 40, verse 1, Comfort, comfort, my people. Which many people have likened to, after 39 chapters of feeling like you've been beat up, you're going to across the comfort. It's like <laughs> receiving a cool glass of water in the middle of a desert. I mean, you're parched. You've been dried out by all of this. Isn't that the gospel, though? Yeah. I mean. Yeah. 
lost in sin, with wandering no, with, with no, no hope. hope, but God. But God and the gospel. And the gospel and of Jesus Christ. Christ. Yeah. Oh, Just that it's that everything. oasis in the middle of the desert. Yes. Actually, some of the, the imagery he uses in these sections is very much water in a dry desert. Yeah, and, yeah. and make no mistake, and uh, part of Isaiah 40, uh, you get a few verses into it and you start reading about verse 3 through 5, it says make, uh, make straight a, a highway through, mm-hmm. through the, the wilderness, you know. And there's no mistake that, that when we come into the New Testament, John is the person who gets to fulfill this, and he is a guy who spends his time in the desert. Desert. Yeah. yeah, it's just... And he's preparing a, that way. Him. Well, and, and, and Matthew even brings that very prophecy up yep. when he talks about... So, yeah. So it's just a lot of neat imagery there uh, with this desert and the gospel. And, you know, again, rolling all of this next time we come on with our next episode, we will have officially made it into the New Testament, into the book of Matthew and Jesus' birth. is And, and our whole theme for that month is encountering Jesus. Yeah. And it's like almost like a a rebirth and a oh, a breath of fresh air when we yeah. come to all of this and we come out of um, some very heavy and law-driven uh, kind of stuff in the Old Testament. I think, I think in that section of that law-driven, that first 39 verses, we see the culmination, I think, of humanity and what we can accomplish on our own. Yeah. Here it is. It's as good. nasty as it looks... That's what we're capable of. Yeah, not a whole lot. No, yeah. 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 And so that's again why when you come into Isaiah 40, their comfort, comfort my people, speak tenderly to their hearts and tell them that their sins are no more. Yeah. They've been pardoned. And uh, it's just a beautiful, beautiful entry to not just Isaiah 40, but an entire new section of uh, Isaiah. What's very interesting, and we were kind of talking about this prepping a little bit before. I know sometimes it doesn't seem like we prep a whole lot, but we do talk <laughs> we about some things. Uh, this whole idea and this word comfort is very interesting. And um, we did a, kind of a, we played around a little bit with it on, on Sunday. And we said, what do you think of when you think of the word comfort? And you think of a nice warm blanket in the wintertime or your favorite sweatshirt, because everybody's got a favorite sweatshirt. Let me tell you, after having spent two weeks at church camp, yeah. Of course, the summer, my idea of comfort is my own mattress. <laughs> it drastically changed. Drastically didn't it? changed. Yeah, yes. absolutely. And for and so for me, like I have a favorite hoodie. I've got my New Heights hoodie. Mm-hmm. We all love those bad oh, yeah. boys, and yeah. they're just like our comfort. Yeah. But I said more than anything, what brings comfort to me is food. Oh. Yeah. And so we walked through some what like what <laughs> you, what do you think of when you think of comfort food? And I had found a list of like twenty five comfort foods. Uh, some of them that were your traditional, what you would think of for comfort food, macaroni and cheese, mm-hmm. um, spaghetti and meatballs, chicken pot pie. Okay. Uh, things some of that. A couple of those I wouldn't expect is yeah, comfort I mean, food. But. Oh, man. Like, seriously, Although no, they, are, they are good. Is there, not, they, they is there anything good. better than a plate of awesome spaghetti uh, and meatballs? See, I'm a meatloaf and mashed taters guy. Oh, gosh. That's yeah, a comfort I, food, that's, by the way. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And mashed potatoes <laughs> and gravy was on there, too. Yeah, okay. So right. a lot of these, like... Yeah. We know these. Uh, there were some that were very, very strange. Pretty much anything you find at a, uh, like a, at a K- Cracker Barrel or at a something KFC like that. Or yeah. Cracker, <laughs> Cracker Barrel. Yeah, Cracker Barrel, by the way, too. Yeah, um, yeah. they had like on this list tuna melts. And I was like, eh? I wouldn't call that a, it's a comfort it's, food. It's food, me. but there's nothing comforting <laughs> about that. Um, creamed spinach. Okay, I can kind of see that. Oh, gosh, no, dude. There's nothing comforting about that to me. 
Maybe that's something different. My mom used to make this one, this dish with like cheese and spinach, and because I think it's the only I way know, we this, eat the no, spinach. This is literally just like like Some spinach sort of with cream in it. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. Peanut butter was one that I was like, that's interesting. Just I don't know peanut I, butter? Yeah, just peanut butter. Just it's like, I don't, by the spoonful? Or? I don't know if that's very comforting to me. And they had, at the <laughs> towards the end of the list, or not the end of the list, the end of the list was Ratatouille. Which, First of all, I don't even know what that is. Thank you, right? I said, a wonderful <laughs> movie, by the way. But yeah, it, yeah. There's nothing that gives me comfort about Ratatouille. Some sort of vegetable dish? Huh. I don't know. But anyways. I have so, to try it. I might be comforted. Look it up. Fix it. <laughs> It may not be quite the same as my recommendation of big ziti, but... Whatever. Hey, that was a good recommendation. A great, great we all recommendation. enjoyed that. Yes. 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 Um, so the whole point of it was, though, we look at comfort as being, like, warm, warm fuzzy, fuzzy yeah. like, gives us good feelings inside. The actual word um, used here in Isaiah 40 and oftentimes throughout, especially the Old Testament, is the idea not of, like, good, warm fuzzies um, and good feelings, but it's like a more like an old English word of come, C-O-M-E, fort, like F-O-R-T, like a fortress, strength, encouragement, um, you know. Uh, and that's kind of what, what God is talking about here, that I want to give my people strength. Because what is very interesting also, too, about Isaiah 40, and really this, a lot of this section is, not only does Isaiah 40 make a break in a section, but it transports everything about 150 years into the future. Uh, when Israel or when Judah specifically would be in exile in Babylon. And so he's writing words to people who will be yeah. in exile. And they're like, you need to hear these words because yeah. you're going to be beat down and defeated and frustrated. Comfort my people. Yeah. Um, I think it's that when you, when you understand that and understand the, the richness of a word like comfort more than what we use it, it's like, yeah. wow, that yeah. means so much. Shore them more. up. Get Pull them back up. Yes, because they're 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 down. Yeah, they're down. Yeah. They're beat down. They are. They're not getting back up again. So comfort, comfort, my people, says the Lord, and that God is going to do something. That He is work. He's 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 working a plan, and that's been the whole concept and thought of Isaiah. Yeah. Is there is a promise that God gives us, and many promises that God gives us, and He has one distinct plan yeah. uh, that always works out in His favor. Yeah. Um, I love I love this this whole. You know, last piece of it, because you can you can see God as judge in these sections still. Mm-hmm. I mean, He's still bringing up the fact of you know, remember where your idols got you. Yeah, nowhere. Look what you look where you're at right now. Mm-hmm. But even so, yeah. then we see the the loving side of God at the same time, and it it just in the same sections of verses. You know, talking about how far they've gone yep. and reminding them this is why you're in the situation you're in right now. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Trusting in yourself has, only, has gotten you this far. Yeah. And it's not very far. Yeah. It's You've taken a few turns. It's time to yeah. turn all that over yeah. to, to me. Yeah. And to kind of end this, this the, the thoughts on Isaiah 40, because this is a combo episode, we've got to kind of get to your <laughs> thoughts on peace as well, is there are really some, some questions that. Isaiah knows people will be asking, and the questions are, I'm going to try to remember these because it's been about a week now, is um, does God care, basically? Does God care about our situation? Can he, is he powerful enough to rescue us and deliver us? 
And will he, I mean, after everything that we have messed yeah, up, yeah. does he even want anything to do with us? And the resounding answer in Isaiah 40, and there are about three sections in Isaiah 40, he answers specifically those questions. I, I do care. I do see. I can. There's a whole section there about verses 12 through 26 where God shows his majesty. He's like, I'm yeah. more than powerful and capable yeah. enough. And will I? Oh, yes, I will. That's the end part 27 through 31 where we get the very famous section and verse is um, even youths will get tired and God will cause them to rise up on the wings of eagles yeah. and they will be strengthened uh, in him and they will find they their will comfort, comfort in yeah. him. But there's a very important thing, a good dovetail. Oh, yeah. see how I did the dove thing dove. with dove peace? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> wow, I didn't mean to do that. There's so much, there, there is also this element of peacefulness in the latter section of Isaiah that pairs well with this comfort. Um, and so that's kind yeah. of where you've been and what you're getting. Well, again, when this shows, you will have preached it. But when we're doing this, you are preparing. <laughs> so listen uh, to the message because this may be a little rougher because I've not preached it yet. Um, It'll work. I have, but I have. Anyway. Anyways. Anyways. Kind of like prophecy. There's a, there's a, you know, up close version of it. And there's a far away. Version. Yeah, like, and we're not right. sure where we're at and, and all of this. <laughs> no, so this whole idea of of peace, it's it's almost like, and how it reads of, we have peace with God. Mm-hmm. You know, it's this whole idea of yet yeah, not only do do I want to comfort you in the fact that I'm still here. I'm still for you, but I'm going to make you right with me. Mm-hmm. Right? There's, there's going to be that peace. There's going to be that reconciliation peace. Um, and you're going to be blessed because of that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of the whole piece of, okay, now, now that you're, you've turned back to me, as long as you turn back to me, and there's still that, that element of, Hey, if you still refuse, I'm coming after you. Right? I'm coming after. I'm pursuing you. But if you don't, if you still don't come after me and and repent and come to me, then you're just going to be out. Yeah. Like there's there's nothing I can do if you won't. Yeah. You know. But this whole idea of of reconciliation and restoration of God's people and who He wants them to be. Um, it's just a beautiful look of, you know, not only is He comforting them in the fact that <laughs> I, you know, I am powerful enough. Yeah. Right? Here's what I'm going to do about it. Yeah. Right? And here's what's going to happen. Um, and again, I think we kind of see too, you talk about that near far. Mm-hmm. And I think, I think there's a, a picture of end of time there as well. You know, we've got that immediate of, I'm going to bring you out of captivity, out of Babylon. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we also see almost that new heaven, new earth mm-hmm. feel there. You know, there's no, no more crying, no more weeping, no more, you know, all this, this idea of being in God's presence day in, day out. Um, talking about Him being the source of light in, in Jerusalem and not, yeah. you know, so it, it's kind of a cool look of... What's very of where the the process of the gospel is leading to? Yeah, what's fascinating to me is you have to keep in mind that Isaiah is not the only guy speaking during this time of yeah. Israel's history. 
we had a Bible study. Um, we have our Bible study on Thursday evenings, and we just talked about Micah. Mm -hmm. Micah does, well, Micah and Isaiah are contemporaries. They're working together. In right. fact, Micah, uh, his message is delivered to King Hezekiah by Isaiah. Um, and what's really fascinating is one of the most famous parts of, Isaiah, of Micah, Micah chapter 5, um, Micah talks about a ruler who will come from Bethlehem, and that's where we get the famous, but you, Bethlehem, are only a small village, but a ruler will come from you whose origins are in the distant past. And, 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 and he will, and it says, and you come to the very end of the section here in Micah 5, verse 5, and he will be the source of peace. Mm. And it's like all of these prophets are trying to, like you said, very much so, yeah. point towards and say, this is the guy that you need to look at. Right. Jesus is the Prince of Peace, who we were talking yeah. about. And what's interesting about just those few verses there, Micah 5, 2 through 5, you have in, in them both the first coming of Jesus and like you were talking about the future second. second coming of Jesus. Yeah. And just a span of a couple of a few verses there, yeah. they're talking about two different and they're uh, almost comings of Flipping back and forth between, yeah. you know, like it's it's that whole like parallel, and that's why I say what's so. I mean, we just said this last episode and talked about, but what's so fascinating and interesting about this is there being six to seven hundred years before Jesus, and obviously way further <laughs> than that of a second coming. Yeah. And the, and again, I don't know if they truly knew what they were speaking of, but they were faithful to present a message that God had given yeah. to them to bring comfort right. and to bring peace to his people. And not just in Isaiah's day, not just in Micah's day, it's yeah. for our day yeah. as well. That people definitely need to hear comfort. Yeah. Be strengthened, be encouraged. Well, and I think sometimes we forget in our day-to-day -day lives, there, there is a possibility of comfort and peace no matter what we're going through. Yeah. Right, we, we, we hear that and oftentimes I think we think that God's promising us that everything will be roses and rainbows. No. But it's not. You know, there's, there's that part of, yeah, what you're going through may be rough, but God still is our comfort. Yeah. And what we're going through may be very tumultuous. Yep. But we still have that peace yep. that only can come from Him. And I think that realizing that yeah. <laughs> is, is huge. And, and knowing that yeah, it doesn't matter what's going on. Yeah, because in the middle of that storm, God is a faithful yeah. captain, yeah. always guiding and directing right. and steering. That's one of the things that's really stuck out to me so much, not just on Sunday mornings, but we on, on our Bible study on Thursday nights, we're talking through minor prophets, and right. there's so much about the sovereignty of God, mm. the hand of God, and uh, we just were talking about Micah last night, and one of the the little bullet points or one of the main kind of parts of Isaiah, um, or not Isaiah, Micah, um, was that God has a big eraser. Mm. Um, and the fact that no matter, and you kind of were talking about this, no matter what we've done to mess things up, there's always a chance to come back. Um, and somebody had said, I can't, oh, Crystal was saying she has a lot of kids who come in with these honestly gigantic erasers, and it says on the erasers um, something about for for big mistakes, <laughs> and I think like all of us should be walking around with yeah. big erasers yeah. to remind us that God has the ultimate eraser, yeah. and that really honestly God has the ultimate permanent marker 
because mm. it's his plan over any other plan that we concoct. Yeah. Any other plan that looks like it's going to win, he ultimately was like, I mean, he gets worried about nothing. He's yeah. like, it, yeah. guys, this has already been played out. This has already been uh, written. This has already been decided. Um, and so I think that in all of that, and, and the book of Isaiah, and as we come to the end of the Old Testament as a whole, Again, this whole storyline, this whole thread has woven itself clear yeah. from Genesis 1 all the way here to the end of Isaiah, to the end of the Old Testament, that God has a promise, yeah. God has a plan, and it will prevail. And we'll see and there's, that. There's nothing we can do to mess it up. No. The in, grand plan. In yeah. spite of us, yeah. most of the time. <laughs> God is going to do what yes. he says he's going to do. And as we'll see next time, we, we move our way into the New Testament and we finally get to see the, the birth of what that plan has been all about. But at the same time, even as we read the New Testament, the Gospels and the coming of Jesus and his ministry and his life and his death and his resurrection, and we get all the other New Testament letters, we still understand we're still living salvation history right now in the present. Yeah. There is yet yeah. to... A, He's still an, working a plan. An ultimate, ultimate fulfillment yeah. of everything at his second coming when he will rule and he will reign as the right king that we've always yeah. been looking for. And I think that's where the comfort and the peace came for those Christians who were being persecuted. Yeah. This isn't it. Yeah. We're getting there, but we're not here yet. Yep. We're not and we there need yet. the same comfort and peace today yeah. because I think we get ourselves so distracted and off course with everything. Oh, the, it's, oh it's over and everything. Like, no, 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 yeah. no, no, no. This is not it. And I was just talking with somebody the other day about this concept of, of always reminding ourselves, this is not our home. Mm. This world is not where we belong. We are just yeah. passing through. It's biblical. We are foreigners and aliens in this world. And we are not to get our eyes off of track on what's happening here and there. Now, yeah. can we be very interested and very concerned about it? For sure we are. But we understand that our eternity and our ultimate destination lies yet before us. Yeah. And um, our concern should instead of being, you know, for our own comforts in that time, our concern really should be about others. Yes. And the fact that you know they they are perishing if we don't yep. give them this message. And, yeah. Because sometimes I think our, our our concern over our country or concern over all this stuff is more based in, well, I'm gonna be made uncomfortable. This isn't gonna be good for me. Yeah, that's you know. all right because guess what? Um, so much of the Old uh, New Testament and so much of Jesus' teaching is that very thing. Uncomfortable. It's not going to be comfortable. <laughs> this world will hate yeah. you. Yeah. This will not be pretty. Buckle up. Yeah. Be prepared, but take comfort. Yeah. Because Jesus says, he says those very words, take heart, which I think mean very much too, take comfort. Be strengthened. Take strengthen in yeah. knowing that I have overcome the world. And so that's really the message that we end with as we come out of the Old Testament and prepare ourselves in the next episode to go into the New Testament. I think it's a good place for I think us so. to just... I, that's a good like, I felt like that just wrapped a really great, yeah. big, yeah. beautiful bow yeah. on everything. Maybe the people watching are thinking, no, that <laughs> like, was actually right? a horrendous disaster uh, in traffic. What are they even about? talking about? What are these guys groaning <laughs> on about anymore? Um, again, guys, we have such a great time with this, and we hope that you um, really benefit a lot by tuning in on either a regular, semi-regular, or maybe this is your first time of tuning in. Go back. Take a look at the rest of the episodes. Yeah. I promise you. I promise you this. Yeah, they ever, they only get better as you go along because we kind of started to figure out what we're doing here. Yeah. All right? So 
Uh, you've jumped in at a great time. And again, if, like I said, whether this is your... What episode is this again? 64. 64. This is this your 64th time of tuning in or your first. We're so glad that you joined us and we will look forward to seeing you next time. See you guys.